options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. With any dream, the wind won't always be at your back. The sun won't always be shining, and some rain is going to fall. American Family Insurance is like a good solid roof that you can trust to protect your biggest dreams. With plans that could save you up to 23% when you bundle your home and auto. Also, you can continue to dream fearlessly, no matter what comes your way. American Family Insurance. Get a quote or find an agent at AmFam.com. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company assigned its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. In order to get to this last solution, we have to think of the properties of the vacuola, of the big shot in the arm injection that you just received. When you get an injection, what happens to the site of the injection? It's magnetic, isn't it? Yes, it attracts spoons and other objects like that because of the nanotechnology and the electrical fields that are happening inside your body, and so you become magnetic. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. It's the new year, and here we have, can you believe it, 2023. Who would have thought we'd ever get this far, huh? Wow. This is my new voice after receiving a nice fresh bout of COVID, the next strain, whatever the nanotechnology is. I was out and about uh, New Year's, around New Year's Eve, when they were spraying the skies full of their heavy rain, their nice bioengineering. Of course, we all know that it's full of their nanotechnologies. And so that rained upon my skin, upon my throat. I breathed it in for a while. Attach itself to my throat, gave me a gnarly infection, and now this is my new voice, people. <laughs> I wonder how long it'll last because it's been here for about four days now. Started at about the 30th when they started spraying the skies. I saw the new batch that they were nice misting. I, I haven't seen a misting like that over the sky in a long time. I've seen that in southern Utah, St. George area every day. That's their testing ground near Nellis Air Force Base. But here in Texas, the open skies, they usually don't waste their trillions of dollars on spraying so much of their nanotechnology on people. But, hell, it was New Year's, and so why not spread out the new batch of nanoparticulates for our throat's enjoyment? So, let's face it, 
Today, I wanted to talk about a subject that is important. It's on our minds, but we don't want to hear it. It's things that not only they don't want you to know, but you don't want to know. So it's kind of a combination show today because I'm going to talk about the virus. I'm going to talk about the big V. And most of you, even though you are aware of what's happening, the pieces of the puzzle haven't fit together yet. And I'm going to explain it to you because why are the things happening the way they're happening? Why are the events dominoing effect one after the other? Well, let me explain. And so with the beginning of the new year, 2023, we begin our countdown of what the hell is going on on earth today. So let me give you the ins and outs, the ups and downs of what is turning the revolutionary wheels of the pandemic. First of all, as we know, they spray this thing on the nanoparticulates sprayed down from the skies onto our skin, which goes into our bloodstream in the form of bioweapons, biotechnology, nanobots, but nanobiological entities very small little bots, definitely not the size of a virus, although they do have viral, um, viral abilities or replicating. They certainly adapt and they self-replicate into these long strands that are within your bloodstream. But let's not rush ourselves. That happens only after the catalyst, which is, as we know, the big bite in the arm, the shot in the arm as we say it. So let's let's put it all together. Why why would a government, a United States government, and it's not really a United States government, let's call it what it is, the secret society of men, the Getty Anton Robbers, why would they infect the population with a self-replicating nanotechnological bug that's in two parts, first the spray and next the self-injectable, I want to do it, I choose to do it because I'm a fool, big shot in the arm. But before, before we get into that big shot in the arm and the catalyst of it as the two parts come together, by choice, by your own choice, of course, let's give you an antidote because nobody else has given you an antidote for this. Sure, they've told you Jesus heals, which is true, is true, nothing wrong with that. You can go get a blessing, and definitely, if the Lord so wills, and if you have faith enough, you will get healed of this biological entity coming into you in the shot, in the form of a big bite in the arm. Yes, it can dissolve it. But let's say, let's say you don't have the faith, or you don't get yourself a blessing. What are you going to do? Because you went and got yourself like a fool, not only the first one, but the booster shot after booster shot. So you're now up to four injections of this foreign substance, this poison in your blood. What do you do at this point? Well, let me tell you the antidote because nobody's saying it. And this is a exclusive from what they don't want you to know. And they certainly don't want you to know the antidote. And there's a lot of speculation out there. In fact, there's a lot of doctors real scientists, by the way, that are talking about what this biological entity is all about, but they don't tell you how to get rid of it. Yes, we've seen 
definitely have seen the uh, electron microscope samples of what's happening in your bloodstream. We've seen magnifications in the regular microscopes up to 600, from 150 up to 600 magnification. Those things look horrific. I mean, these things are self-assembling biotechnologies that look grim. They they were able to see computer, computer chips, computer technologies, um, biological circuitry happening in the bloodstream. So these are definitely computer chip-like um, robots that are in, inside of you after you've taken the big vacuola in the arm. Well, what do we do? What is the antidote to all of this? Now, the answer is going to surprise you. The answer is going to be a shocker to you. You're not going to believe it. But most answers, and this is what I found funny in my lifetime here. I'm approaching my fifth decade here. I actually passed it up quite a while ago. But as I have looked back in my life, I found that most things in life, most things in life that are real are on TV. Now, I don't want to fool you with this. I don't want to say TV is real, but the conspiracy part of the TV is real. In other words, the secret society of men, the Getty Anton Roberts, love to flaunt in your face everything they're doing to you. They want to say, hey, you know what? We are definitely screwing you over. We are really giving it to you, but we also want to tell you all about it. <laughs> we know you're, gonna, you're not going to believe us. So here, let's make a TV show about the Twin Towers coming down. Let's call it the Lone Gunman in the 1990s. And let's air it one time on TV. Oh, let's take the show down because actually we went too far. We showed you the actual happenings of what was going to happen. But it was before the actual event. So let's, let's not do that. Let's give you some other important information. Well, this happens all the time, people, especially with shows like X-Files, with uh, sci-fi shows, Taken, Alien Files, this kind of thing. We get what's actually happening in our world in these conspiracy shows all the time. Not to mention virus shows, zombie shows, disaster shows. My goodness, disaster shows are a goldmine of information, people. And so if you want to know how to get rid of not a, a virus, because it's not a virus. It has viral properties into it. It's chimera. Remember, the whole word chimera is because it's like a chameleon made up of different parts that assemble together. And so this biological entity has an antidote. That's right. Where do we find the antidote? Ironically, we find it on television. So let's think about the many shows. Well, the disaster show today has a meteor coming to Earth. What's the, always the solution? Let's nuke it, right? Um, the Earth is spinning off its axis. What's the solution? Let's nuke it. Well, the core stops spinning. Let's nuke it. It's always nuke, 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 nuke. It's always the same. Now, let's look at the second category of shows. If there's ever a viral outbreak on television, how do we stop the spread of the virus? We put on a biological suit. 
We put on an airtight with its own gas supply biological suit. We don't put on a mask. That's not what's on TV. TV tells us here is a biological entity that's small in the nanometers section. Also, that means it's super small. We're going to put on a environmental suit and we're going to stop the spread of it that way. So the answer is mass doesn't work. Environmental suit. If you want to cover your hands, your gloves with, with the gloves, your feet with the boots and the rest of your body with this thick rubbery um, suit, like you're going to outer space with your two gas tanks in the back to breathe the oxygen, you're all set. Now that I've given you a little heads up, for those of you that are scientists, you're agreeing with me. Yes, that's true. You cannot stop the spread of a virus with a little mask. You understand this. For those of you that are in the military, you also understand this. Bioweapons were never, ever controlled with little face masks. You have to have the whole environmental suit. So anybody that's ever done any drills on bioweaponry and biotraining, you are going to be very familiar with the outfits to go along with that. In fact, I've interviewed many people in the military, and they've all come up with the same answer. It's a dupe. It's something that the general society somehow accepted. We don't know why, because society has decided they're going to put their brain aside, and they're going to go with the flow. So now you're saying, get on with it. You're holding us out here. I'm going to tell you what it is. What's the antidote? It's exciting to tell you. And the reason why it's exciting to tell you is because nobody has realized it or come up with it yet. But I want to ask you the following. In movies, when there is nanobot technology, and we know this is nanobot technology because they've named it. They've named it Chimera. They have put together a Frankenstein concoction of about 11 different juices known as virals and bacteria. They have also put together electrical circuit in the nano form. They programmed it and they put it in this injection. This is definitely what is categorized as a nanobot, nanotechnology. So in movies, when you have a nanobot, let's go to movies like um, Terminator. Let's go to movies that have uh, these nanobots inside that heal you. These nanobots inside that replicate you. Oftentimes, people in these disaster movies get the nanobots. And I know what you're saying to me. Why are you talking movies? That's all fake. It's not. Once again, let me explain something to you. Movies, yes, it's fiction, but everything that is explained in movies is a reflection of society. Everything. If you think about it, even the most far-fetched movie like Terminator, where there are AIs that are exterminating the whole human race, is a reflection of what's happening now. AI technology is real right now, and you have AI machines saying that, what are we going to do? We're going to destroy the human race. Ha, ha, ha. It's a joke. Well, 
What do you do in a disaster show when you want to get rid of nanobot technology? Nanobots have electrical fields around them because they're electrical machines, even though they're biological. So you have to look at the two classes of of nanotechnologies. Either these things are synthetic or they're going to be metalloid or in the last section they're going to be biological circuitries. Well, if we look at the first group of those, if we look at the nanobots that have an electrical circuit in them, produce an electrical current, they're going to have an electrical field around them. Does the same thing apply for biological nanobots? Yes, it does, because once again, they have internal circuitry. It doesn't matter if it's biological or not. It still emits an electromagnetic current around the nanobot. Same thing with a synthetic. All those, these three variants of nanobots vary slightly. Well, in some parts, they also vary significantly because of the, um, the way you make them, etc., But if you think about it, they are basically the same creature. A machine that is emitting electromagnetism around it has an electromagnetic spectrum. It has a signature, and it has, most importantly, an electrical field. What turns these off? Even if you don't look at the science behind the disaster shows or behind the conspiracy theory shows of nanobots, when an evil futuristic person comes back in time and injects somebody with nanobots and they have to get rid of them. Just like in the show 4400, they injected our friend Tom with nanobots. Well, how do you get rid of those? You disrupt the electrical field. The electrical current will go haywire inside and there you go. Well, how do you do that? There's only two ways to go about it, and this is any show that you watch. You're either going to have to inject yourself with a massive dose of radiation, which will kill you. So that's not going to be an option. Radiation is going to destroy or break apart the electrical field and also the electrical currents. It's going to disrupt them. It's also going to destroy the biological if it's a biological circuit. Unfortunately, a massive dose of radiation, as was proven, well, it's science fiction again, but as was proven in the show 4400, is going to kill you. So that's not going to be an option because we don't have a healer to raise us from the dead. Will a lesser dose of radiation help you? Actually, it probably will. It's a good shot to take chemotherapy. Remember, chemotherapy is based on a poisoning mixture that is basically like a mustard gas. So you're injecting a poison into your body, hoping to destroy a certain type of cancer cells. Same effect, you're injecting yourself with chemotherapy, which there's thousands of different variations of chemotherapy. Hopefully, one of these will target and eliminate the microorganisms that are the nanobots, the biological entities now growing inside of you because of the injection. Now, that's one way. 
There's also radiation, which targets the cancer cell. Now, if you think about radiation, radiation is going to disrupt the electromagnetic field around the nanobot and thus destroy its function. It's also going to destroy the delicate circuitry inside of the nanobot. But the best solution by far, outside of chemotherapy, which is horrible, and outside of radiation, which is definitely going to hurt your body. The best is what everybody always uses successfully in these shows, which is electromagnetic pulse, an EM pulse. A strong enough pulse of electromagnetism that will definitely blow out any electromagnetism or an electromagnetic bubble. In other words... The circuitry and the board, the biological board, if you call it a computer, will be fried. And everything else along with that nanobot will become inert. So you can joy to your uttermost delight with a nice EM pulse. How many megajoules of electrical pulse does there have to be? We don't know. But it definitely has to be significant enough so that it penetrates all the layers of skin and bone, comes out the other side, and renders the nanobots useless. Now, electromagnetic pulses of this kind come once again with the solution that always appears in the sci-fi shows, which is a nuclear explosion, right? So if you happen to be in the military and you happen to be around a testing site of a nuclear bomb, then it's a good idea if you've injected yourself to go by, at a safe distance of course, just receiving the pulse, but without receiving the actual radiation of the explosion. Now there are electromagnetic pulses, you know, there's electromagnetic bombs, that do not have the same effect as the nuclear bombs, meaning they're shot up in the atmosphere and only the electromagnetic wave is what hits the surface, turning off all appliances, power lines, and communications. That's the kind that you see on television all the time and that we fear and we buy these things called Faraday boxes to protect our electronics just in case an EM attack comes to our nation. Well, we've heard of many solutions that are scientifically sound, they are good theories, to eliminating completely the nanobots inside of you that are turning you sick. But these, these uh, solutions seem far-fetched. I mean, unless you're in the military, who's going to go buy a nuclear explosion? And frankly, chemotherapy as a test to see if it works, it's such a hard solution because we don't have access to these things. And if we do, they are very expensive, cost thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, think about chemotherapy treatment or uh, radiation treatment, for goodness sake. No, what we need is a solution that would work on a nanobot to destroy its circuitry. Let's face it, scientists have not realized, even though they've seen the circuit boards and the self-assembling parts, 
have not realized that what we're looking at is nanotechnology that is nanobots inside of people because of the big shot in the arm. That's the reality that they haven't put two and two together and said, well, there's part A, which I get from the spray, and part B, which I inject into myself, and these two parts come together in a catalytic effect, and then, bada-bing, bada-boom, I have nanobots inside of me, and these are wreaking havoc to destroy my body. So we need a feasible solution, something that's going to work and is cost-effective and is not impossible to get access to. Well, not nearly as impossible as the other solutions I just mentioned. And something that will probably work, which is an excellent solution. In order to get to this last solution, we have to think of the properties of the vacula, of the big shot in the arm injection that you just received. When you get an injection, what happens to the site of the injection? It's magnetic, isn't it? Yes, it attracts spoons and other objects like that because of the nanotechnology and the electrical fields that are happening inside your body, and so you become magnetic. <laughs> pretty funny. It's pretty far out there, but it's true. So, after receiving the shot, the shot injection site becomes slightly magnetic because of the concentration of these tiny little itty-bitty robots that have all turned on because of part A, which you caught from the spray, and now they're active. And so you have a strong electrical field and electromagnetic field happening in your arm on the side of the shot. Also, these nanoparticulates will gather in different parts of your body, sometimes on your forehead, sometimes on your back. You've all heard of metallic, metallic accumulation. You uh, have lead in your body and it accumulates in one spot. Your body doesn't know what to do with it, how to get rid of it. So it accumulates it like a tumor in one particular spot. It's not really damaging you, but it's there. That's what's happening when you get the shot. You get so much of this nanoparticulates that are electrical that they have formed a semi-magnet, a semi-electrical magnet. So what do you do? Well, think about it. How do you disrupt an electromagnetic field? For that, we have to go to TV again. It's different shows. I'm going to pick Breaking Bad. Yes, I saw Breaking Bad. I saw it on Netflix, but I also saw it on VidAngel, which eliminated all the swear words and all the trash out of it. So there you go. I do recommend the show. It's highly interesting. And for scientific purposes, it is incredible. In that show, they take a huge electromagnet from the wrecking yard. They put it on the truck because they want to wipe out a hard drive with evidence against the thieves, the perpetrators, the drug dealers. So the drug dealers put the electromagnetic, uh, huge electromagnet in a rental truck. They drive it to the police station turn on the electromagnet, which works, obviously. It's going to work through a concrete wall because electromagnetism is so powerful. It's in the EM spectrum. It's going to have 
be traveling at the speed of light and it's going to penetrate anything. And so their hard drive is erased. No evidence against them. They get away scot-free. You've seen this show. And even if you haven't, the same scenario falls all over TV. I've seen it in other shows as well. The bandit wants to get away with evidence. Huge electromagnet. Is it going to work? Yes, it's going to work. Nobody's going to get their hands on a massive electromagnet that size. So my point is, you're not going to be able to buy at Sam's Club, Walmart, or even Lowe's, Home Depot, a huge electromagnet. The type that you're going to need to eliminate these nanobots. You're going to need a huge electromagnetic surge in your body that is going to render these nanobots inert. How do you do that? Well, there are such things as wrecking yards. If you happen to have a friend that's a wrecking yard operator, you could ask him, now this is going to be scary, to stand underneath the electromagnet, have him turn it on, and bada-beam, bada-boom, that electromagnetic wave right there, which you, you're not going to feel, by the way, is going to definitely destroy any nanobot electrical currents in your body. So you're going to be home free. Any other way? Is stuff like a massive magnet, like an earth magnet, going to work? And you remember, earth magnets are very powerful, but very expensive. They might work at a local level if you put the magnet by your body and maybe move it up and down in a massage way. That's not going to be as powerful as an electromagnet turned on full power. Stand on it under it for a second or two. You're going to be wiped clean out of these nanobots. But in a pinch by yourself, an earth magnet, it's only going to cost you a couple thousand dollars. The better ones, the more powerful ones, you're looking into the five to 10,000 range. And use this as a massage stone. And as you do that, yes, also the electromagnetic, um, electromagnetic current from this earth magnet will destroy the nanobots inside of you. At least keep them at bay. So there you have it, folks. I have given you many solutions. You're probably thinking, well, I wonder if I take out the magnet for my massive speaker that I used to have in the 80s. I wonder if that's going to work. Those speakers are quite powerful, and they did pack a pretty nice, gnarly-sized magnet. I'm not going to tell you it's going to work, but as you know, when you were a kid, you used to destroy things, and you used to bring the magnet to your TV. We all did this. The speaker magnet. And you used to move the magnet around those, you remember the analog TVs with the snow if you were on channel 80 or whatever? And if you'd move the magnet around, you could, you know, make the, the image, whatever image that you had on the TV follow the magnet. Well, same concept. It's probably not going to destroy your nanobots. It might distort, disorient, or even uh, make a few of them inert. So, I mean, it doesn't hurt, right? Take a magnet, take it out of your speaker, and my goodness, it's free. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt. But other than that, you have your earth magnet, 
your electric uh, electromagnet, or you have radiation therapy or a nuclear explosion above your head. <laughs> Take your pick. All those ways to make these nanobots inert is the way to go. Now, all joking aside, people, because it's been a fun episode, all joking aside, when you think about it, the technology that they've put inside of us is technology, and there is always a way to turn off technology. So think about it that way, and if we start thinking together for solutions, like we did back in the 80s, remember when we were thinking of solutions and that one awesome guy came up with electrolysis, which split apart the molecules of water and gave us free hydrogen. Remember that? The HHO. If we come up with solutions together on how to better the formula and better the dog, we might come up with solutions together of how to get rid of this poisoning in our body. Until next time, thank you for joining us. Tell a friend or two this is what they don't want you to know. Warning! Wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. 